0: mia2k podcast and we are your ticket from miami to Seoul. we are your pilots kathy and laura two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies taking you on a ride through the Hallyu wave from our perspective as opinionated grown latina fans from miami before we close the cabin
1: doors make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and if you like to watch our in-flight podcast video is available on youtube and spotify
0: Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes.
1: So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hi, everyone. Hi. Or should I say hi, everybody one?
0: (laughs) Timing in the building. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, that was a good start. I feel like we're gonna be a little chaotic today, which is wonderful. So let's <laughs> let's get this party started. We've been covering some really heavy topics
1: with our entertainment company series. So today we're taking you all down a fun path.
0: Yes, we are. Today we're going to be doing a streaming party and listening to some of our favorite pre-summer comebacks. We are going to be trying to post this episode on other platforms that are not just spotify which is usually where our streaming parties are at so we won't be able to play you the full songs we might only be able to play like 10 second or so clips but we highly encourage you to go listen to those on your own because we're gonna play some really good songs today and we'll make the case for all of them so if you're listening on spotify and you have a premium account You're going to enjoy the party fully with us today. If you're listening anywhere else, again, we encourage you to go listen and give all these songs a chance on your own. So our first song today is going to be from Stray Kids' recent album drop called Five Star. Although we love the title track S-Class, there's enough chatter about it online. So we're actually going to play our favorite song from the album, A B-Side, which is called Collision. Let's go ahead and enjoy this one together well that was absolutely wonderful <laughs> so laura and i joined a twitter spaces the night that the album dropped And we only had like 30 minutes to watch the S-Class video a couple times and then (laughs) listen to the entire album to be able to join the space and talk about it. But literally from those few minutes that we had with it we immediately fell in love with Collision as soon as I heard it for the first time I knew it was my favorite song as much as I loved S-Class and other songs like Top Line, I just knew that Collision was the song for me that's my first note here I've been in this era (laughs) not the eras
1: (laughs) I've been in this space where I am super into like R&B like sexy R&B that's not a space that's my whole life but (laughs) At least but she knows re- herself. <laughs> but recently that's all I've really been listening to. So when I heard this, it just like it came to me. I was like, oh my God, this is this is
0: it. All I wrote I remember from that night was like more of this. This is a song. Like this is it. So I I genuinely it was like no thoughts, just thirst But not thirst. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah like yeah, I yeah. wanted more. My actual notes were
1: collision, star. <laughs> oh, R and B. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yes, 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 yes.
0: I love I love the dramatic reenactment. We all appreciate that, Laura.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good song. For those of you that don't know, it was written and composed by Han with Million Boy, and it's sad but also not sad. It has this like emo vibe to it
0: yeah yeah it's a uh, when they were doing the intro video for the entire album it was really funny sungman made a comment to han like both you and changbin write petty love songs but you are trash in yours like <laughs> like it's um uh, it's giving fuck boy it's giving <laughs> like you don't in spanish we have a saying in some countries not in every country that says ni lava ni presta la batea which means like you don't use your own laundry to wash your clothes, nor do you let anyone else wash the clothes either. So it's kind of like that fuckboy that doesn't really give you the relationship, but also doesn't leave you alone and keeps calling and texting. And so at the end of the song, you still have like the person making the call. (laughs) And it feel it feels like they pick up the the person who's being called. It kind of sounds like they picked up. I don't. It doesn't sound like they let the call go to voicemail or block the number or whatever. But yeah, I really really like the the song the beginning with the instruments, the the trumpety beginning, mm-hmm. and it's just it was very refreshing in the middle of this yeah. very. I mean, it's it's straight. It's at the end of the day, but like noisy album and and yeah. EDM heavy. I just really really enjoyed this song. So
1: yeah, it's definitely very different from what we're used to hearing from stray kids and i'm glad that they let Han tap into his own music taste mm-hmm. and put this song in the album because at least from all of the covers and all of the uh songs that he's put out on youtube it, this fits him perfectly
0: mm-hmm. yeah but it also fits the group really nicely which is why 100. that yeah this made it in. and this is my favorite song that han has ever written ever like this is my favorite han song of all time which i know is controversial for everyone Mm -hmm. that likes all his other songs (laughs) from previous albums but i'm this is just what really connected with me so it collisioned with me (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: (laughs) the one thing that i also like or like the last thing is they paired sungmin with Mm In in the song for a pretty much most of it Mm -hmm. and I love the way their voices sound together in this song I I didn't know I needed it but now that (laughs) I have it I don't think I want anything else
0: (laughs) I know I really agree and I I, uh, the other kind of cadence that I liked was in the second verse when it's Changbin Han Bang Chan and Hyunjin, not in that order, but they yes. were just—they all did that. Yes. The transition between Han to Hyunjin to Changbin was so seamless. Like their voices are very different, but very. you can tell that whenever they recorded, they made an effort to keep it leveled because you know Changbin can be like in your face, but he really <laughs> kind of brought it down to match the energy of the song and the team. He really did. And so I really like that verse. Really, really like that verse.
1: And in a way, it's kind of nice, the fact that both Bang Chan and Chungbin kind of trusted Han to write the whole song mm. because they're both songwriters too. Yeah, yeah, They like to write their own verses. So like the fact that they didn't is kind of like a testament of yeah, how yeah. good the song is and how much they trust Han totally. as a songwriter. Totally. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. And especially for the English parts for uh, Bangtan, like we know Han is like a native English speaker, like hello, obviously, (laughs) but still, it just was very natural, like all the parts were very naturally fit. I can picture Han writing with the members in mind of who was going to take which part Mm -hmm. so it's just really well fucking done like it's so good it's so it really is is. it's so good now you can go back to listen to s class or whatever else you want to listen to but (laughs) we just had to give collision its flowers so super Bowl. yeah so after starting off very strong with an energetic petty love song we're going (laughs) to keep it steady with our next choice although Taeyong's shalala title track has arguably been among the Top neo sounding sounds to come out of NCT. We're going to let the bounce, bow wow 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 bounce rest for today. <laughs> and we're also going to go for a B side here from the Shalala mini album. Let's listen to Ruby. I was not going to listen to this album. Because the Shalala teaser and the craziness of it is not usually my style. Like Neo sound sometimes is a little overwhelming for me. <laughs> so I really wasn't going to give this album a chance because it looked like he was coming with some Fight Club shit. Mm-hmm. But I should have known better. With like knowing, you know, love theory and long flight and those songs like that, he really does have that in him. And then Laura was the one who pushed me to like listen to it. She wasn't even pushing; she was just like, "Oh, I'm, you know, the album is out," and I was like, "Okay, fine. Like, I'll just, I'll <laughs> listen." Fine. And then I think you know when you li- with K-pop, there's so much music coming out, especially right now. My God, there's like a new fucking album every day. It's so every overwhelming.
1: Fucking day, it's so it's overwhelming.
0: Crazy. So I heard all the songs. I actually listened to the album like three times in a row. And then like a week later, I was like in the car and this song came on. And I was like, who sings this? And I forgot that this was the song because I realized how much I liked it. And so I have actually been listening to Ruby quite a bit. And I'm very surprised that this is how he decided to come at me. Mad props to Taehyung, honestly. And to Laura for pushing me to listen to it because I'm really enjoying it. I personally cannot be
1: unbiased. (laughs) <laughs>
0: What's the deal? yeah no we're not gonna pretend that this is any sort of I, I objective can't. review like yeah. it's not
1: <laughs> I knew from all the teasers that I was gonna like it I usually don't buy albums until I've listened to them mm-hmm. except for like certain artists that I know I'll love and even if I don't love everything I'll like
0: like most of it right you do it most of her like supporting them kind of thing
1: right with this I just knew I was gonna love it like That's our 4% between Kathy and I. Mm -hmm. I'm very chaotic in my music. Like, I I don't mind a lot of chaos and a lot of Neo. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So when this came out, when his mini album came out, I listened to it all, like, a couple times. And I loved every single song. Some more than others, obviously. Some Mm -hmm. took me a little bit more to, like, warm up to it. But this particular song, I really had no choice. <laughs> I couldn't not like it because the name is Ruby and I love the color red. My brain will tell me, no, you like this. Even right. If I right. don't. I do.
0: And but- and like Woozy dropped the, his single was called Ruby, too. So she was like, there was no choice. There was she didn't have a choice in the matter. She was just like immediately attached. Yes or no. Whatever. It's very much that. And in this particular
1: song, it was written by Tae Young. It spells Sun, but it's like money symbol you with the little dots. Yeah. And so I'm guessing it's Sun. Yeah. And Simon. And Simon has actually worked with JB as death. And I fucking love his sound as death. Yeah. Like, I usually don't go for the calm sounds, but when it comes to like him and that like artist persona, I can't help but love everything. Yeah. So
0: it just makes sense that like I would like this song. Yeah. And the day that we were talking about it, that the album dropped, the Laura and I are very obsessive about going into the credits and seeing what's the team. And she was like, in real time, she's like, of course, I fucking knew it. All the people, all the songs that are like that he worked on with people from like, kind of the deaf circle are my favorites in the album. So she very much like could tell just from listening and, and gravitating towards the same shit that she usually likes. So yeah, that I, I, I got to witness that experience in real yeah, time.
1: It's amazing. And it really is.
0: Also, Taeyong, who hurt you? Who did you hurt? Like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that we started with like the fuckboy anthem and then we played the anti-fuckboy anthem. Like, this is so pure and wholesome as a love song that he even starts at some point and says like I'll be your friend like he he literally is so down bad that he will be there for the person in any capacity whatever you allow him to be there for he will end of time I'm here just today I'm here like it's such a beautiful unconditional agape level of love song that is just it's so good. It's just so good.
1: And one of the reasons why we chose to go with this one instead of like the title song is because I feel like this shows a different side of Taeong. Yeah. Like Kathy said we should have known because of like his previous solo work, mm-hmm. but it still feels like a very different side. It feels like a very just soft. It, yeah. It, it, when you when you put this song with the album cover it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it doesn't math at all but it at makes all. sense
1: because Young and i think the one of the themes in this album was t and y so like mm. his two different like mm. sides so in that sense it makes sense but it's just it's very different than what like you would expect
0: yeah and i think uh, we've seen a lot of the promos on and shows that he's done like variety style stuff content and laura has been literally dying over just how cute and sensitive he's been shown this time around and how he literally is not able to do that when he's leading NCT. He has to keep the ship running and like the shit together for him. And like, I mean, I was gonna say 20 other people, but it's now it's 20 with just him. So it's, it's really just genuinely unironically showing this side of himself that doesn't really come out that often. And we are so much better for it honestly right now we really are you know what else I thought of that day that I heard the song and I was like who is this it Mm. reminds me so much like the beginning of it of Red Velvet's Psycho in a completely different way like it's not the same melody at all but the approach to it is very similar so I looked into the producers and stuff they have nothing to do with each other these like (laughs) the the people who produce Psycho have nothing to do with the people that produce ruby for Tang, so i don't know if there's just some sort of like formulaic sm template that they kind of were like they can do something similar to this but different but i do think i can appreciate or I, i think that there is something to like an sm family relation here with those two songs like i just i don't know why but it just i have to mention it because it just came to my head that um that they were kind of similar and just another thing that I really appreciated from this song in particular was his range in like going from the rapping to the vocal parts in the chorus like his voice is really nice really is and it it's it almost sounds completely different like it sounds like it could be a different person doing the chorus but it's him and I would love to see him perform this live like I would really genuinely love that like yeah (laughs) Laura Laura is making all the faces right now about how much she would enjoy that experience so anyway I'm dying
1: I think these producers have worked with enough SM artists Mm -hmm. that like they know yeah what to do because Simon He's the one that has mostly worked with JB. Mm-hmm. He's also produced songs for Baekhyun's mm-hmm. uh, solo work, as well as other SM artists. I'm like looking at it now. They probably know what yeah. SM, in a way, is looking for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I that think makes that a makes lot a lot of sense.
1: Of sense. But yeah, the song is great. He's oh, he's so talented. I love yeah,
0: him. Yeah, he genuinely is. So moving right along... We know this is a pre summer episode, and this next song totally does not fit the typical summer vibe, but we have to talk about this song for reasons that we'll share in a second. So, this is Exo's most recent ballad drop, which is called Let Me In, and let's just give it a listen. oh it's so good (laughs) oh it's so good this song was not even in the like realm of thought about adding it to this episode (laughs) but it was just necessary what a fucking banger what a way to come for our next And they are like, it's May, it's June, the summer is coming. Guess what, bitches? (laughs) We are bringing you down to the depths of the ocean with us. (sighs) So good. Usually,
1: the pre single or like the pre whatever the song that they released before the pre release single. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It's very, it's usually very like valid, very like soft. And I'm always like, "Mm, okay,
0: cool, (laughs) it's fine whatever but this one oh so good girl (laughs) my my clothes found their way away from me (laughs) like oh my god how how do all their beautiful voices just how it's the way that they
1: put chen dio and bae together usually like throughout the song and it's just, like, it's so good. <laughs> like, yes, we understand that there's exo ballads out there. Mm. But this one just came out. And they're just together after so many years. And so, like, even though I know we can go back and listen to the songs that they were together, it doesn't hit the same as knowing that, like, this is after so many years. And yeah. they're together.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just when the, when the music video came out, too. And it was all, like within their whole like lore of exoplanet and their powers and all and then like kai with the blue ashy hair and i was just like kai he's not here for this but he was able to at least shoot the music video for this song it just it is it's a lot it was giving so many things in that music video to add to the beauty of the song but this song really genuinely does not need any help Mm -mm. from anything like i'm glad we got a music video but it really didn't need it because it's just so well produced so stunning so sexy so butter i want all of their voices inside me Mm. in any way via iv whatever other ways we can get creative here but i'm just ugh, it's i know that all i'm saying is it's so good but like guys this song made me stupid like i don't (laughs) have words i um speechless all i want to do is listen to this song all the time and it's like it's summer and the body knows it and all that bullshit but like just give me more of this because if it's this quality i don't need anything else well there's this part right after chaniel and
1: sehun do their like rap or whatever mm-hmm. where dio and chen are singing yeah and it's literally like the most perfection. Oh no, it's after Kai and Schumann. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> it's so perfect. Their voices, like Dio's voice with this particular type of song, he was made for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Chen puts like a like another level to it. And then when Bacon's like the those last notes at the very end, <gasps> those falsettos, those like girl, the way I levitate. <laughs> like just <laughs> listening. I I I don't have words and I, I know I keep saying that, but if you haven't listened to this song and if it's not your like summer mood that you want to be into, I get it. Trust and believe, but give it a chance, girl. Like just on a Saturday night while you're getting ready, listen to the song and then like feel your oats because this mm-hmm. is literally men in their 30s wanting to take you down to hell with them. And I needed this. I didn't know I did, but I needed it. Like, it's just, it's such a grown song. And I think that's partly why I like it. Like, EXO has never shied away from giving us sex and sensual and all those beautiful things that we tend to miss out on a little bit with K-pop's Disney Channel approach to life. But this song specifically, it just feels different. And I don't know if it's because like the majority of the group has like come back mm-hmm. from enlistment and one of them is a full father with two children. And, you know, <laughs> it's just like it's grown men and yeah, I, I need grown men shit in my life. And this 2023, it was not in my bingo card, but I'm so glad that we got it. Like, so glad. I get chicken skin.
1: Pim- mm. What is it? Goose pimples?
0: Yeah, pimples
1: So whenever I hear it, because mm. it just... Their voices sound so good And if you think about it It actually makes sense Because like all these fourth gen groups Are going back to like The 90s Mm. And Kathy and I were talking about this song And she brought up such a good point She's like it reminds me of like voice to men which they're also going back to the 90s exo mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. it makes sense in the like way that k-pop is working right now where everyone's very much about like the late 90s early 2000s with like fashion and music
0: yeah so it's nice that they went that way a different approach the yeah. way yeah and like I don't yeah know. so i'm like one, 112 Boys to men situation like yeah. it's just ugh, please i want i i can't whenever i listen to it and i do this a lot with music in general you know like the just playing it again and again and again but this song I literally cannot get enough I I when it finishes it's such a strong beautiful perfection like last few notes that I just want to go back to the beginning and experience it again like I'm mad because the first time that I heard this song I had no idea it was going to do this to me and I'll never get a chance to listen to it again for the first time and like feel those things but it's still pretty fucking high every time I listen to it that I'm just like, yeah, I find myself, what is it, mumbling or just yeah. like like kind of uh, singing the melody to myself. And I'm just like, why did the song have to come for me so hard? I didn't I didn't send for Not you. Necessary. Why are you coming for me? But Not I'm necessary. also very grateful. I, I'm grateful and blessed to live at the same time as the amazing vocal line of EXO together. Yeah. Because
1: oof. for me. In conclusion, my door is open,
0: guys. You <laughs> don't even need to mock. You don't need to be let in. The door is wide open. <laughs> wide open. Fox, Fox. So, okay, we are done (laughs) with the sappy stuff and ready to turn up the summer heat up in here. It's been just over a week since we were blessed by our favorite licuadora music makers. Licuadora means blender for my non-Spanish speaking girlies and boilies out there. Who make one team with eight gorgeous and talented parts. 80s. So let's get bouncy together okay so if you got whiplash because we went from let me in to bouncy i am so sorry like i'm so sorry but also we had to move up and the last two songs are very very upbeat <laughs> tempo, so yeah. If you if you got whiplash, you can send me the bill for your what is it the cojander, <laughs> the the neck brace <laughs> that you're gonna need. Because <laughs> trust me, me too. I'm gonna I'm gonna need it because we were dancing uh, as soon as the song started. Because what is what what did we get? Licuadora blender like from the beginning, from the second the song started, we went straight to our 80s <laughs> licuadora roots, and we. We're here for it
1: they really said we're starting from
0: up here from the yeah. very beginning
1: <laughs> so a little bit about the song it was written and composed by the same uh group of people that produce most of at songs it is part of the k produce uh label mm. the only difference is this person called Alexander Carlson, and he has produced songs for a lot of K-pop acts, mm. from BTS and, Hype and NCT, Red Velvet, Shiny, literally everyone. Mm. So I feel like that was their way to maybe polish and maybe bring a little bit of a more international mm. approach to it. Maybe during the episode with Hong Jun for Mujin, he basically said that the theme of the song is like spicy bringing in the spicy. Mm. And so they use a Korean hot chili pepper because it represents Korea's spiciness and since all of ATEEZ members are Korean, Mm -hmm. they thought it was a really good comparison. Right. Agreed on all accounts. Geniuses. Yes. And also, (laughs) for those with a little bit of a dirty mind, apparently, gochu is a slang word for peanuts <laughs> so when you look at their lyrics and think about it that way it brings a different perception to very the song.
0: different connotations to the song for sure that's a that's a different kind of spice <laughs> right there different kind of chili pepper right there yeah
1: it's interesting
0: yeah for me this song so the first time that i heard it i was in it. I was. I really like the music. I like the beat. I like the cadence. I like the ups and downs. Which what downs? It was just up the whole time. But I did have three pieces of beef with this song, <laughs> which I let Laura know <laughs> immediately what they were. Number one, I don't like literal music. I don't like when songs are like I woke up and put my shoes on and went to the gym. Like I really don't. I like a little bit more of a wartsmithing. When it comes to lyrics and stuff like that, and I know, obviously, I don't know Korean fluently, but I can pick up on some words here and there. And when I heard them saying, like, I'm hungry, like, I know what they mean of, like, we're hungry for success and whatever. But I was like, not the like, not not the literal actual stomach hurt. Like, no, I I, I that kind of took me out for a second. And every time that I listen to the song and I hear that line, I'm still like, Ugh! But whatever, it's fine. They're hungry, and so am I. Let's eat. So (laughs) that's point number one that I had beef wise. The second one was not Song mingy taking me to the spelling bee. Like, sir, sir. (laughs) Also, you like ate the last I. But okay, I'll pretend. I'll you know what?
1: What? You know what? What? Maybe I needed a (laughs) reminder of how to spell his name in like Roman letters. Maybe, maybe.
0: Mm. He did it for me i guess if that's the case me. then congratulations i that line was definitely not for me but whatever i love mingy by the way like this is not an actual roast like i'm just saying like if i have to pick
1: things apart
0: or be a little bit of a nitpicky person like that's just my personal first impressions of the song which obviously i'm very over and i fucking love it so yeah And the last thing that I didn't like the first time that I heard it, once the chorus started and, you know, the the choreo and everything is starting, the second time that they do the refrain, it goes into a chichiquilote voice, which like, (laughs) I know a lot of people don't know what I'm talking about with a chichiquilote, but like, it was an era in like the early 2000s of this like bird that sang, I don't know, like 16 octaves higher than literal actual sounds that dogs can hear. And that's what this thing was like, Like it's, I it took me out, it very much took me out, and it's really funny to watch the performances when, like, San is mouthing the words during his part as this, like, sound is coming out. So those were the, my three mini beefs with the song that are not actual beefs. They're just like, again, shit that I just wanted to nitpick on. But uh, I still love the song very, very much. So,
1: And what I find hilarious is that, fun fact, it mm. was Hong Jun's voice that mm-hmm. was used to be distorted just, and become yeah. that little chichicuelota.
0: <laughs> Girl, I'm going to add some clips somewhere of what the chichiquilota sounds like because I know... So many people are going to be lost. And a lot of people are also probably going to be like, oh my God, yes, my childhood. And like, your cerebellums are going to start hurting. Girl, I know. Like, tr- trust me, this is what I thought. No, 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 i no, 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 i go. No, no, no,
1: te me coco, no,
0: No, no, i No, no, i No, coco, No, coco, No, Well, speaking of <laughs> Hong Joong's voice at the end, when he did that sexy and low chorus, girl, mm-hmm. as a Hongjung bias girly, he did that for me. So thank you for mm-hmm. your service. I believe that. Appreciate that. And that. the other thing that I wanted to say as a good comment and as a something that I'm happy with. Songwa rap line inclusion, like he ate. I'm sorry. Four plus four he what? Did. Eight. Eight. <laughs> that was like so well delivered for someone who like was not born into the rap line life, he's really, like, caught on very quickly. And he has a really uh, complicated choreo during this part of the song. And he's still, like, for the live performance, I don't know if it was fully live. It sounded like it was fully live. It didn't sound like it was one of those, like, live recordings. It was really good. Like, he really just fucking did what he had to do. So I'm really proud of him. And he's, like, my second in command. So obviously, like, I just... I have to be here for him, so
1: yeah. Oh my god, what? he's second in command for ATS and your heart.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Perfect.
0: Yeah, he can be my mommy too. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I noticed. Is that they use the lower register for a lot of the members. Mm. And I honestly think they did this. Because I don't remember what comeback was. That Yo-Sang sang in his lower register. Mm. And A-Teeny went ape shit. Mm -hmm. everyone was like oh my god thank you so much for letting him sing in his like real voice this and this and that and i think they took notice and that's why they gave us all of these lower registers from most members
0: yeah we know that hong Jung is out here spying on all of us and he sees our tweets our tiktoks and everything so they are very well in the mz generation like they know what's going on yeah so Makes sense.
1: It would make sense. Mengi looked so good.
0: Mengi looked incredible. And that that scene where he starts his verse and he's just like body rolling with a crop top leather vest like, sir, immediately, like, I'm supposed to not look at you and I'm supposed to be loyal to my biases. And I'm supposed to be loyal to my bestie, Laura, who is here fully for you and only you ever since fireworks era that you weren't even here for. <laughs> And I'm supposed to not look? I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, I am a okay. woman. I am made of carne y hueso, a.k.a flesh and <laughs> blood. And if you put Song ming and his spelling bee, body rolling and leather and skin showing, I'm going to look and I'm going to salivate. I am just, I'm just a human. I am only human, Okay okay thank you I just I'm glad I got that out I feel better okay so we have arrived at the end of our track list for today and we saved the party for last although the song is actually the oldest in this set list and by oldest I mean like literally last month but you know since we have songs coming out every freaking day this song is basically two years old at this point so anyway the reason why it made it in the list today is also because we just got a tease for a remix that might be coming at some point that might be dropping. So the song is very, very fresh on our minds. And so without further ado, let's listen to Eve Psyche and the Bluebeard's wife from our fearless girlies, Liz Arafin. Boom, boom, boom. lord have mercy on my soul because of what this song has done (laughs) to me from the second i heard it the first time i literally never like songs the first time i hear them never and this song has had me in a chokehold from the literal moment that i listened to the unforgiven album words cannot explain i don't know why i don't know how but my first like thought that i had when i heard the melody and when the lyrics started was this song would be such a serve on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race and it's a shame that like drag queens probably won't do it because they can't really lip sync to the Korean unless they do like a really hard training right I mean if kimchi is willing to (laughs) become a lip sync assassin it's i i need you to do the song girl like please but honestly like my dream of all dreams is to have anitra perform this song like it's it's her it's her so anyway if you're not familiar with drag race i will stop talking about drag queens right now but that is what the song That's was given me from the very beginning and i just think it's an epic song for any sort of lip sync performance drag queens or not but preferably drag queens i was very mad about it at the very beginning kathy was like oh my
1: god look at this song and i was like okay (laughs) and then i think maybe a week later i like took back my words because i like (laughs) ate them shoved them down my throat because i was wrong (laughs) it's a really 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 good song like really good song i think this is one of those songs where the performance is also really important Mm. so if you guys haven't seen la seraphim perform the song you need to yeah because the like choreography goes so well and it's so So like high powered and energy and it's it's really great yeah it's it's iconic
0: yeah this is i will say just to be completely honest and transparent here the song and choreo are both bordering on appropriating but what's new it's k-pop So, you know, not that I'm giving them a pass for it, but this is definitely like ballroom culture and a little bit of AAVE. I don't know. I don't want to say like that, but like towards the end when they're like, girl, I want to have fun, girl. Like it's very that's why I Mm -hmm. think the drag queen thing is is has been hitting with me from the beginning because I love to joke that I was raised by drag queens, particularly Trixie Mattel. So I just hear a lot of that lingo and like all they needed to say was like house down boots and it really was gonna be straight out of a RuPaul's Drag Race episode so that is a one note that I will say to keep myself and the song honest but it's just uh it's one. just a really good song so
1: it is yeah at first I I was like Kathy, what the fuck is this title <laughs> and then upon further inspection a little bit of googling a little bit of Mind thoughts it <laughs> makes sense because they're talking about wanting things that are forbidden. Right. Eve the forbidden fruit, mm. psyche went for Cupid as a mortal woman, which she shouldn't have. And then I just learned that <laughs> Bluebeard, Bluebeard's wife, opened a whole bunch of doors that she wasn't supposed to. Mm. So makes sense. Makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, they, they do have animated titles, but they make sense. Like they the math is mathing for whatever the title is. And uh, going into the writing and producing of this, there were a lot of writers involved. The the most amount of writers, basically out of any song that we covered today. And particularly, I wanted to mention the fact that, number one, I'm very surprised at how involved Hitman Bang has been in Les Seraphim's discography. Mm. After not wanting to be involved with girl groups for so long, he's taken a very active role. And even went and got his bestie, Nell Rogers, to work on the unforgiven track so i'm just very pleasantly surprised i'm happy that he is so invested in their success that he is taking a very strong stance and being part of the producing crew and then also there's another crew called 13 which is composed of score megatone luke eden and hlb eden some 80s fans may know he's a main producer for 80 songs so he's part of this crew as well but he's not credited as part of the producing team here so he probably has no involvement with uh the seraphim because he's really busy with 80s alone but the people from the 13 crew that were a part of this song specifically were megatone and score so those were interesting facts for me personally because this crew has been part of La Seraphim's discography since the beginning. They've only been around for a year, so I'm making it sound like it's been like 10 years yeah. of working together. It's not, It's, but it's good to know like they've dropped three many albums and, or I mean, I guess Unforgiven is a full-length album <laughs> with a lot of recycled songs, but whatever, we'll pretend. So yeah, they've been involved with them from the beginning. So clearly they have like a good synergy working together. And Supreme Boy, who is a really notable producer that works with BTS on a lot of songs also has been extremely involved with La Seraphim. So the sound is just working well. And Mm -hmm. um, it's actually said that it's known to be quite varied, yet still distinctive. So basically, even though the music that comes from 13 has a lot of different genres that are attached to it, you can still tell that it comes from them is what that means. So I definitely agree with what they're saying. Like all of La Seraphim's music has a really distinct and different sound, but it also has a clear color for them. So yeah, that makes sense for me. And then many of their songs highlight dynamic percussion and powerful vocal sections. Bass guitar also seems to be a focus along with robust choruses. So that's how you know that it's them. Like that's kind of their formula.
1: And fun fact, though, I think everybody at this point knows this. The most iconic part of the song, the I'm a mess, miss, mess, was actually written by Youngjin mm. in
0: a like during
1: a live, which is impressive. She's very talented. I love her. Very,
0: that. very can't nice. be unbiased either. Yeah, no, we stand. We we love her. <laughs> I I fully have like a bias line in Les because why <laughs> why would I be loyal and why would I keep to one when there's so much goodness to go around? But yeah, Yunjin has made it very clear, abundantly clear, that she is a musician through and through. She is credited in quite a bit of songs, and she's been dropping solo songs consistently. And she performed at Weverse Con on her own and had the other four members of La Seraphim cheering for her and with posters for her, which was adorable. But yeah, this woman means business and... I love that she is listened to by the company and given yeah. free reign to explore her songwriting and just musicality because she is so fucking talented. So She
1: really is. Mad props to her. She really is. Her voice is beautiful. Mm. She can write.
0: She can play instruments. Truly. She can do it all. She really was. one. Of, she's one of the most talented idols and well-rounded idols out there because many people can play instruments and people can write music but can you also sing opera because i think the answer is no She's and that's okay. a t i love
1: her same so we want to thank you guys for listening we hope you really enjoyed this multi stand
0: <laughs> all over pretty the place <laughs> yes. yes
1: pretty summer listening spectacular and next week we will be back with our entertainment company series. We will be tackling the last big company, SM. Mm. So please look forward to that. And in the meantime, if you want to get into the mindset of SM or entertainment companies, you can go back and listen to our other episodes when we talked about hype, JYP, and YG. So again, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars.
1: And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K podcast. Dale! Bye!